Hello family, welcome to Look at God, our daily devotional podcast. I am Rene Hudson. Our focus today is Acts chapter 12 verses 13 to 16 from the New International Version. Peter knocked at the outer entrance and a servant named Rhoda came to answer the door. When she recognized Peter's voice, she was so overjoyed she ran back without opening it and exclaimed, Peter is at the door. You're out of your mind, they told her. When she kept insisting that it was so, they said, it must be his ghost. But Peter kept on knocking, and when they opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. It was a trying time for the early church, only about 10 years after the resurrection and the ascension of Jesus Christ, that the church sustained a massive blow. Herod Agrippa, grandson of Herod the Great, came on the scene and dominated with a rod of iron. It was evident that Herod had a rift with the disciples, so much so he sought a systematic eradication of God's people. He had James, the son of Zebedee, killed by the sword. And when Herod realized that it thrilled members of the church, he sought to grab hold of Peter, the apostle too. His rift with the church was primarily based on the reality that the church was going swiftly and his kingdom would be disputed. Consider through your mind's eye as Peter is caught and placed into prison. Herod considered him to be so incredible a danger that he positioned him in the inner cell of the jail, guarded by a means of 16 soldiers. Nevertheless, an angel came and smote him and woke him up and guided him out of the prison. All this time, Peter could no longer comprehend anything. But suddenly, the angel left Peter. And when he came to his senses, he identified that it was the power of God at work. So much so that he headed to John Mark's mother's house. Upon arriving at the house, he knocked and a little damsel answered the door and told the story of her encounter with Peter. She stated, Brother Peter is at the door. To this they responded, Little girl, all you noticed was a ghost. However, it was Peter. For God had miraculously delivered Peter from his prison predicament. Many folks had assembled in prayer for Peter's deliverance, but the faith was so small. Folks were there who had been believers for a very long time, yet their faith was so limited that they could not even believe in the prayer that they were praying. It is as if they said, God, we recognize that you are able, but we also know our reality. We are just praying because that is a suitable thing to practice. However, we have little to no expectation that you will move at this time. The Greek language exposes the deliberate nature of their gathering. They got it right in the sense that they gathered to pray. And historically and biblically, when the church gathered for prayer, they did so with the expectancy that God would answer. But in this particular instance, there is a prayer, however, a faithless one. Friends, why pray without presupposing a positive response? Why ask without anticipating? You see, we need to be receptive to any response by trust when we pray. Let's not overlook this very important principle. The sovereignty of God exceeds human expectations. 
he does not constantly reply how we want him to respond. Sometimes he exceeds our expectations. Hear the words of Jesus in Matthew 21. Verily I say to you, if you have faith and doubt not, he shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also if you shall say unto the mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done. And all things whatsoever ye ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. Friends, today I challenge you to exercising your faith. Now I know that is cliche and you will say, Ren, I've heard that many times, but significantly put your faith to the test. I want to share with you three quick things to consider as you exercise your faith. Number one, recognize who you believe in. And number two, recognize why you believe in that person. And number three, recognize what to expect when you're expecting. I challenge you today to pray believing that the one to whom you pray, for him nothing, note, nothing shall be called impossible. Be like Rhoda. When you pray and God answers, respond to his workings with joy and jubilation. Do not be like the other folks who found it difficult to believe that God could answer the prayer that they were praying so quickly. What are you praying for today, friends? Do you believe that God can do it? Do you expect him to do it? Well, if that is so, here's what you do. Challenge God and watch him blow your mind. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the reminder that you are God and we ought to believe and trust in you that you will do far greater than we can even think or imagine according to the power that is at work within us. Therefore, empower us to trust you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for this episode today. Remember, as you go through today, do not look at yourself. Do not look at anyone around you. Look at God.